Hi everyone. This is the All the Feels Hallmark podcast. Hallmark, Lifetime, all the things, I guess. I'm Mel. And with me today. <laughs> with me today. <laughs> we will never not laugh at Mel starting this show. I just this is the thing. I am a fucking awkward person. <laughs> She said I, with me today. Who the fuck else would be with her today and any day? Oh, you saying, being, are you saying you're my only two friends? Well, it's no. I'm, for the purposes of this <laughs> podcast, yes. <laughs> I mean, I got my dog bones, but I feed him, so he has to be. <laughs> Beyonce, who's with you today? Is it Kelly and Michelle? <laughs> Kelly and Michelle back together. How about Erica? You do it because you're you're better at talking. You want me to start? Okay. Yeah. Hey guys, it's all the feels. Look at us back. back together again. How is everyone? I'm Erica. I'm Mel. And I'm Dory. Yay. Hi, friends. Hi. It's been, been a long time. A long, long spring and blistering hot summer. I know. Still blistering. It's still blistering. I've missed you both so much, even though we talk every day. I know. <laughs> I know. I've missed us in this setting. How about that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I mean, usually we're starting when we're starting, we are preparing our bracket for the countdown to Christmas, which we are still planning to do. But there's just been so much drama going on in the Hallmark verse. We got some stuff to talk about <sighs> that we figured we'd do a pre 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 show <laughs> pre pre. Yeah to discuss all of the drama otherwise our bracket episode would be four hours long yeah and, and we can't do that to no, ourselves I'd, we I'd, can't do that to no. you i had to get real no. punchy definitely <laughs> by the end <laughs> yeah and we also it was very sweet because every time something terrible happened people would be like where are you what do you think of this so we thought we would do an episode to kind of cover all of the drama over the past several months that we've been watching but we haven't been engaging in necessarily Mm -hmm. and we haven't been talking about Mm -hmm. well at least on a podcast we had to collect our thoughts sure yes that's what i'll say i've been journaling yeah Yeah. i've been been in deep meditation yeah (laughs) over this well, I hope you guys don't mind if I start with something that only <laughs> only pertains to me. <laughs> Knock yourself out. Mel. Begin. Begin, Melissa. Because I've been dying to talk about this. Um, I know that neither of you watch The Good Witch, the Hallmark series, The Good Witch. I have seen every hour, every minute of The Good Witch that has ever aired at this point, which there's, I feel like we've talked about it before, but The Good Witch started with a series of movies um, and then it became a TV series, a Hallmark TV series that I feel like has been on for quite a while. I don't know. It's been a long, it's been on as long as I've noticed Hallmark. And then this year, I didn't know going into this this season that it was the final season. I don't know if it was a decision that was made abruptly towards the end because that's what it felt like. But this was the weirdest season. I mean, usually The Good Witch through the years, like every Hallmark show, very little drama, very little stakes. And then all of a sudden this season, it turned into a bananas. Bananas how? I mean, it was like Martha Tinsdale, who's a main character. She's like the humor of the show. They did an episode where she has an identical twin. They did an episode where she (laughs) had a dream that she was in The Shining, but it was like 
instead of red rum written in blood, it was like her name backwards. I found it really funny. They like introduced a whole new like cousin or sister with witchy powers who also was a lesbian, which was an interesting twist that I appreciated. But then somewhere along the season, I guess they just decided they didn't want to spend any more money on the Good Witch. And so they had the series finale that was nonsensical. Half the episode was like a rush, rush, rush to this conclusion where they're trying to like find these missing amulets to like ward off some curse that they're going to lose their powers. And there was like the cousin was like learning how to make the amulet by taking naps. Then the ancestors would tell her in naps. And then in one day she had like five Wait, naps. in naps? Like she naps? Would nap. Like she would fall asleep and like have a dream. <laughs> so they kept like giving her like tea and then she'd fall asleep. Girl, in the middle I thought of the you day. said maps. I was naps. like, well, that makes sense. Well, maps sense. would make sense. Giving her maps. But you said naps. naps. Like she would she, take a nap. Like a midday nap. Yeah. And then she'd wake up and be like, oh, you pour the wax over the candle, whatever. I don't know. And then there's a big thing where it's like, oh, we've the, the demons are coming, whoosh, whoosh. And then it like cuts the next day and they're at a wedding on a boat. And these two characters that have moved to Paris were just getting married. And they're like, oh, there was weather on the way. And so we decided to get married instead of going to the airport. It was like, I don't know. I wish you guys had seen it. And then these two characters that have been in a relationship for like two seasons just like suddenly break up. And they're like, end scene. <laughs> it's like, it what? Was- I don't, I, the thing is, I know this is a long winded rant about whatever. For me, I was like, what is happening at Hallmark where they all of a sudden were like, we don't want to spend any money. You must end the series in two scenes that you have not shot yet and don't fit anywhere. So that's what it felt like to me. They're like, you've got five minutes and $100 go, you know, like <laughs> it was weird. And it was, it was very strange. And it really much felt like a, a kick to the curb. You know what I mean? Yeah. Fascinating. I want to know what happened. Basically. I want to know what happened. I don't, I don't understand how it made air. <laughs> you know, it's like, it didn't make sense anyway. That makes me really sad. I mean, they just gave up. It seems like, yeah, that yeah. show's been on so long and it's kind of like to let them have to go out like that, you know, and like, yeah, they have loyal fans. It's not, I mean, they have Mel kind of, <laughs> they have Mel. Oh gosh. That makes me sad. It's well, and it's to me, it's like something must have happened behind the scenes that we don't aren't privy to. I don't know what that is. The budget went out the window. You know, somebody died and they couldn't do it with further. They couldn't carry on. Like, I don't know. Like something must have happened, you know, or maybe maybe like scheduling or something like did the actors have somewhere to go or maybe it could have been COVID related. Like maybe crews got sick or I don't know. I know they only had a certain amount of time or Mm -hmm. who knows. They're like, you must get married on a boat for yeah, some just, reason. Just shoot at whatever. And make <laughs> yeah. It work. I also, it is not lost on me that they wait to have a lesbian storyline at the end, at the last possible second, like literal dying breath. Right. <laughs> right. It's last gasp. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Well, I'm sorry. You did not get the ending. Oh, you, you know wanted, what? Mel? I, the thing is it couldn't have ended more interestingly to me. It was fascinating. It was fascinating seeing it go up in flames. I kind of enjoyed it. I felt it was very campy, but I just want to know what is going on. You know, <laughs> like what happened? I don't know. I need to tell all. <laughs> Anyone who's out there listening who watches Good Witch, could you send us your theories on what the hell happened? And just just to um, entertain Mel, 
tell us <laughs> what you what what are what's your theory about why they ended in total and complete chaos yes I'd I like to know. know I must know please wow. Hallmark does seem to be in an insane weird chaotic transition period something's going on over there and yeah. I would love to be a fly on the wall yeah, yeah. Like how there was barely any mysteries this year. I don't know what's going on, but that's not even what's going on either. And like the holiday schedule, we got part of it, but Mm -hmm. we don't have the whole thing and they haven't done like a proper preview special. Like they always do. It's that's true. There is. That's true. There's no preview special. Yeah. They just, I saw a little commercial for like Danica and one of the Maoris, forgive me, I forget if it's Tia or Tamara doing little inserts. It's not like the proper kind of preview show that we're used to with CCB in a red Mm -hmm. sequin dress standing in front of a fire, you know? Which I believe they did even like height of COVID, right? Was there one? Yeah, there was one last year. She did it by herself in an empty room. Yes. Mm -hmm. Hmm. It's very, something's going on over there and it's fascinating, but also depressing. You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's bad. It's just not what we're used to. Yeah. You know? yeah. Maybe they're all burnt out by making 700 yeah. movies a year. You know what, Erica? You're damn right. Mm-hmm. I'd be burnt out. I'm burnt out thinking about it. I know. <laughs> it hasn't even started. I'm like, oh it man. It started. And that's not even the main drama. That's not the main drama. But even- before we get into the main drama, mm-hmm. I am burning a candle. Okay. <laughs> I am burning a Martha Stewart giant fresh apple candle for the season. Ooh, I feel like not... we really slacked on our candles last mm-hmm. season. So that sounds delicious. Mm-hmm. Erica, it's so good. It was 10 bucks at Home Goods. It also looks like it's going to last you an entire year. It's <laughs> <laughs> a massive candle. It's a two hander, <laughs> it's the size of my head. Yeah. Anyway, I guess we should dive into the episode (laughs) (laughs) to the reason why we're here the drama oh i don't know where to begin i don't know where to begin i'll pick a place to begin let's just talk about when we were talking about making this all the drama episode the biggest thing what we've been referring to when we say the drama is the whole the great american country of it all the gac Mm -hmm. so why don't we just start by explaining what exactly that drama is because i know we've been like sunk in it but maybe people are unaware and now we're going to ruin your day. So <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Sorry. So I guess the bullet points would be that back, I don't know, it was probably about a year ago when there was the shakeup at Hallmark, when it was becoming very evident, people were speaking out about how they've been told that there's no inclusion basically allowed on the channel, no gay characters, no interracial relationships, like mostly all white leads all the time. The person that was held responsible was Bill Abbott because he is the one, like he was, I don't know, what was he? The CEO, the executive, uh, something. He was like basically the head honcho in charge. So he got ousted. And it was also the whole Zola ad thing. It was, it's, that's when it started. I feel like when he pulled the Zola ad, which, Mm -hmm. which had a a commercial that ran during the holidays, well, ran very briefly during the holidays and it featured a lesbian couple getting married and kissing. He pulled the ad because he got pressure from one of those groups, the million mom, whatever 
saying mm. that it wasn't, you know, family friendly, family friendly and all of that. But I think that that kind of got people talking because I remember at the time when we discussed it, remember how mm. people fully not in the Hallmark universe were talking about that scandal. Like, yeah, it was weird. Cause it felt like my regular Twitter timeline was talking about Hallmark all the mm-hmm. time, like my personal account where I don't really follow any Hallmark stuff. They were all talking about Hallmark and it was the weirdest experience ever. Cause I was yeah. like, this is the account I come to, <laughs> to, get, to get away from Hallmark. And here we are talking about Hallmark, but I feel like that. And you know, the Hollywood reporter ran stories and Bill Abbott did podcast. He, I remember he did a podcast. I think it was the Hollywood reporter podcast. I could be wrong, but he did some podcast where he gave like really embarrassing answers about why they chose to do that. And just their diversity efforts in general, like mm-hmm. he, he They're- was fumbling the ball for a minute after the Zola ad, like his days were clearly numbered because he handled that issue so poorly. Mm-hmm. And then add on top of that, like a pandemic, a racial reckoning, like it, yeah. it was all bad. Yes, all the unspoken things we knew about Hallmark started to come to light, which was right. that they were purposely non-inclusive to appeal to a base that is fearful of inclusion. So he got ousted. We got, you know, we got Wanya Lucas came in and then we all thought maybe Bill Abbott right off, you know, he'd get a job somewhere. He, we knew he'd be okay. But what he has done is with the help of some investors purchased a cable network that many people have not heard of called GAC, Great American Country. Um, I actually think it was two networks, like Great American Country and then like Great American Country Living or something. But he has purchased that channel and now he's trying to turn it into the new Hallmark. Um, And he has been wooing Hallmark stars that we all know and love over to the channel and Hallmark series. And it's like every day there's a new announcement of something that he's bringing over to GAC really from Hallmark. He's running the channel, but he doesn't own it. Right. Mm -hmm. The ownership is the really shady part. Care to share? Yeah. Well, I hope Alonso, who I did not ask, (laughs) does not mind me sharing this because he had a really good description of it. Um, I saw on a, in, in a, the Hallmark Rainbow Club, which is a Facebook group that is for Hallmark being more inclusive and diverse. People were talking about the GAC thing and he wrote, so for those wondering why it matters, GAC is a channel that was recently taken over by the Hicks family who are major investors in OANN, the news network for people who think Fox is too left-leaning, and big donors to Trump-related PACs, including one that appeared to have been a major force behind 1-6, you know, the insurrection. They have hired former Crown Media CEO Bill Abbott, the guy who, during his tenure at Hallmark Channel, made LGBTQ plus people invisible and also made sure that there were no interracial relationships depicted on the network. Abbott and Hicks deserve each other, but I'm certainly not going to be endorsing or supporting GAC in any way, particularly since their press releases have promised safe, family-friendly programming, which is a dog whistle for none of those queers that the new Hallmark regime is promoting. And he also said, I would suggest that any person in the queer community or an ally of same Think about whose pockets they're filling by giving their eyeballs to GAC programming, which is like, I mean, that's, that's the crux of it, you know? 
And I also just want to like zero in on the word safe, because to me, that was like the most disturbing part of what was said, because they literally said that. I'm going to read a quote from Bill Abbott about his involvement in GAC family. He said, at at GAC, we're focused on creating strong brands, compelling programming, and a consistent family-friendly viewing experience across multiple genres. The launch of GAC Family and GAC Living is the next phase in our strategy to bolster the company's portfolio with networks that deliver on the promise of safe and entertaining storytelling that enriches lives. Mm. Enriches lives. Deliver on the (laughs) promise of safe and entertaining storytelling that enriches lives. The word safe is really disturbing to me. Because we all know what that implies, right? We all know that that implies that gay people in relationships, queer people in relationships are unsafe. Mm -hmm. That is unsafe for the eyes of children. That is unsafe for the eyes of humanity. It's dangerous. Interracial couples, same thing. I think that for years, he could never come out and say that Mm -hmm. about Hallmark Channel. They could kind of be sneaky and shady about it and covert about it, but they could never come out and say something like that because Hallmark is a giant company with cards that they need to sell to all of these people. And so for him to leave Hallmark and in the biggest troll move I've ever seen in my life, start taking their talent And it's not just actors, right? It's writers, producers, it's directors. It's all of these people that he's worked with for years and to use their talent and their skills and his relationships with them to promote safe quote unquote programming and to be loud and proud about that fact makes me sick to my stomach. I thought we, I had hoped that we were past this and it's really gross to me and completely like my line is in the sand. I will not watch anything on GAC. I I mean, I don't think anyone wondered where we stand on this. We're no. not covering any of these fucking movies. We're not watching them. We're not seeking out this channel. This is bullshit. It is safe, mm-hmm. family-friendly programming as if Hallmark I movies know. are unsafe with yeah, one chaste kiss per movie yeah. maybe two if you're lucky yeah. long-term Those couples safe not even sharing a, a bedroom <laughs> but also engaged like, people not being able to spend yeah. the night in each other's homes like what are we talking about yeah unsafe yeah. What, it just what, makes me sick it's like what year are we living in but he also i mean i i wonder if he's the one that built Hallmark to what it was. It's like, will he be able to do that with GAC? I mean, I, I hope it doesn't grow that big, you know, but like people follow these actors, they follow these mm-hmm. love stories and, you know, everyone loves Christmas movies. I mean, do I think it's going to like take away from Hallmarks? No, but do I think it'll get ratings? Yeah, I do. I do. Yeah. Because there's some names over there now and that's exactly what he needed to get some, some eyes on it and he's going to get it. And that's what pisses me off. Mm-hmm. So recently he, there was an announcement that Lori Laughlin back on his network. You can <laughs> have her. Yeah. And I was like, whatever. I don't care. I'm you know, good luck. Go work. And then, but then he also brings back 
her love, not her love interest, but the big love interest from the original seasons of When Calls the Heart, you know, when it was like Hallmark's number one show, it probably still is their number one show. But then the lead actor, I want to say his name is like Daniel Lissing. Is that his name? Yeah, that's his name. And like, spoiler alert, if you have not seen One Calls the Heart. So he's the mount, the Mountie that was her big love interest, the main character, his big love interest for many, many seasons. Will they or won't they? And then they do. And then the actor wanted to leave. At least this is the narrative we've been told. The actor wanted to leave to do other things, probably. That went about as well as it always does when yeah. an actor leaves a successful project to do yeah. other things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And um, so they kill him off in the show in like a really strange way and continue the show on without him. They've hired him to be in a GAC thing, which is strange. Well, and we should announce that this GAC thing is When Hope Calls. Oh, so he's, his, yeah, okay. The first season aired on Hallmark, the streaming, the streaming Hallmark streaming. Yeah, it's Hallmark, like Hallmark Movies Now. Yeah, it was exclusive to Hallmark Movies Now to try to get people to subscribe, I'm assuming, to Hallmark Movies Now. And it's a One Calls the Heart spinoff. So mm-hmm. first, Hallmark yeah. Twitter was in a complete uproar because people have been calling for When Hope Calls to get a second season. They have been for the longest. Like, when is Hope? when is When Hope Calls going to get another season? It's such a great show. I love it. And... It, it sure is getting a second season at mm. GAC family, another troll move. Like, yeah. And the fact that they could even buy it, Mel and I were texting yeah. about it. And I she was, was like, like how is a murder Hallmark... board? Yeah. With the strings. Right. Yeah. Oh my God. I was going to kill Mel. She was going crazy with the conspiracies when this happened. And I was like, Melissa, stop it. She, but she brought up a really good point. It was like, how does Hallmark not own that? property it doesn't make any sense it doesn't make any sense my theory was that could swoop in and buy it yeah which my conspiracy theory at the time which i was joking but were you no not at first was that hallmark is secretly in cahoots with gac and that they are actually connected that's not what you said by a mothership absolutely interesting you said hallmark owns gac not just connected you said oh my gosh hallmark owns gac well i mean that they had the same mother owner you know like how all these production companies are like (laughs) owned by ge you know like oh it's like oh the Goodyear Tire owns, you know, five networks. I was like, Mel, do not start this. <laughs> if she had tweeted that. Wouldn't that be fun? Mel, stop it. That's Wouldn't not that fun. fun? <laughs> I can't with her. I was playing with our her. emotions. We were in a group text and I pulled her aside. and was like, Mel, <laughs> stop with the conspiracy theories. That's not okay. But it does not make sense that they do not own, even if they choose not to continue it on, they still own the prop. Like, how do they not own the property? How do they not own their property? It makes no fucking sense. And I guess, I mean, the only explanation is that the production company who produces it like retained ownership, which is like at least in in the reality reality TV world, that is like unheard of. Unheard of. (laughs) Unheard of. And then, and then how murder they, board well and then like the the sheer bananas of them bringing back a character that they've killed off into the same universe right because when hope calls yeah. is the same 
universe. Yeah. He's got to be a ghost. Is he going to be a ghost or like a twin? And then like, why is he visiting hope and not his like, you know, except he's not a twin because we knew that he, he, we know his brother on when calls the heart. Like Wait, we know he has a brother oh, on one of one call. I think Fire? he I think he does have a brother and he had a his mom was um a famous actress who I can't remember it was like Brooke Shields or something I can't remember. But um he's got to be a ghost. They can't bring <laughs> him back as a brand new character. He's oh. got to like appear in a dream or something. Yeah. They're going to pull some soap opera shit, you know mm-hmm. what I mean, where it's like maybe he just comes back from the dead. He yeah. it was a twin brother. It was never yeah, you know, or, to birth. Yeah. or they just like do whatever they want and like hope no one notices. It'll be like a like a fresh Prince of Bel Air when oh Aunt Viv Aunt Viv yeah. changed. You know, maybe you know they'll just hope no one notices. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. Maybe the good witch will conjure him. Although that's not really the type of <laughs> witchery she let does. it go, Mel. Let the good witch go. <laughs> so yeah, that I mean. It's unbelievable the shit that Bill Abbott is pulling. Like, it really is. Like, this is so chaotic. Pulling all these Hallmark stars. I saw that he did some exclusive deal with a Hallmark actress or an actress who had been in, like, a couple Hallmark movies um, for her to make GAC movies. I'm sure he's going to do more of that, more Mm -hmm. development deals and stuff. Um, I mean, he brought back Debbie Matinopoulos and Cameron Matheson to do a Christmas pre-show, kind of bringing back their home and family crew because that show was canceled. That's also strange that that got canceled. I mean, maybe it wasn't doing great ratings, but how how expensive could it be to produce that? Yeah, it couldn't have been that expensive. Yeah, but I just don't think people care. They just want to get to the movies you know what i mean yeah <laughs> I, but we'll see maybe his dog's gonna come on Lucky. back too he's gonna be showing up in promos for gac I know. get that I'm sure he will there's gonna be a press release lucky lucky heads to gac lucky yeah. i mean country it's just every day he's doing shit in direct opposition to hallmark and it is fascinating it's going to be interesting to see the sides that are chosen <laughs> So I'm definitely keeping my eye on who's going over there and who's working with him consistently and who's promoting that network and promoting the network's mission specifically. I'm keeping my eye on it because I just personally, personally, and we're going to talk about this later in the episode, I'm sure I feel like I'm at a point where I can't really separate actors a lot of times from, Mm -hmm. uh, from the shit that they're spewing, especially if it's dangerous or hateful. Mm-hmm. So, Sorry, Erica, did you know Sorry, about all of this drama, or did we just uh, fill you in about it? No, I mean, I, I kind of, re- to be honest, I read the headlines, yeah, and mm-hmm. I, I knew the gist of it. I did not know there was so much. I mean, you know, me and Twitter, we don't get along, so right. yeah. I don't go on there, so I couldn't see like what people were saying. But no, I mean, like I, I, I definitely was questioning a whole lot, like just seeing him pop up. You know, he's back. Bill Abbott's back. Um, and then <laughs> Voldemort. I'm, yeah. And then one of his horcruxes. Like, yeah. He's yeah. collecting his horcruxes. Someone, right someone now. said his name. He came back. <laughs> yeah. um, and just seeing like who's like venturing over just, you know, is interesting. Like I, I definitely was noticing it. Um, yeah. But am I surprised? Sadly, no. And that's what yeah. makes me even more mad. Like, I just feel sad for people with these like narrow minded views. And like, yeah. you know, yes, yeah. there are things that like, I think that I don't want my son to see on TV when it comes to like violence and, mm-hmm. you know, hate and stuff. But it's like a lesbian couple. 
really not going to do any harm there, you know, like <laughs> ridiculous. And, and for someone for me, for me to just, I could never imagine the scenario where I'm like, you can't watch it because it's not safe. Safe is not the word that would ever come close to me thinking about that. No, you know? it's so know. disturbing to me. It's, it's like, it's a punch it's in the like, face. Right. Any- and it, I completely agree. And it's like saying, a gay couple or a lesbian couple are like bringing not, about the downfall yeah. of humanity. Yeah. They're going like, to harm my child. Well, like, I do oh. think they're bringing about the downfall of humanity. <laughs> I mean, that is, I know, what they, but yeah, I know, but even saying it out loud and like seeing it in black and white is really shocking to me. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like I mm-hmm. still am shocked by seeing that and disturbed by it. I'm yeah. sorry. I can't help it. Like no, I know people I get it. Use, mm-hmm. And I know that they exist, but to create a whole network around it and to do it with fanfare and hoopla and Mm -hmm. Hallmark fans being like, Oh, congratulations, Bill. We love you. We're so Mm -hmm. happy for you. That is shocking and disturbing to me. It's like, open your eyes, pay attention. Yeah. Like I'm trying to think of things that I wouldn't want my kid to see that aren't safe. What can he watch? That's not safe. You know, guns. Sure. Mm -hmm. You know, killing. Sure people insulting each other in ways that he's going to mimic. Yeah. (laughs) You know, bullying. Sure. Mm. But two men. No. Well, no. Well, and the thing (laughs) is, it's interesting. It's not interesting. It's, it's odd because the only thing that would happen is that your kid would ask a question or you would feel like you would need to explain that gay people exist. Yeah. And I, I guess, don't what yeah, I'm going to have that guess, conversation. Well, anyway, guess what? They like, do exist. They do. Right. You they can't do. just pretend they don't exist because your kid's going to know. So like, if you don't believe it's whatever moral people, or whatever, then you have that conversation with your kid. You know, these like, are the people who think if my son watches two men kissing up, oh, he's going to, he's going to yeah. become gay. Well, guess what? Who cares if he becomes <laughs> gay? Like good for him. Yeah, what like, I would have give to have a gay son. Like, it's just like, so stupid. It. Like, there's things that your kid, like if your kid plays video games and you know, Fortnite or whatever the hell this is, and they shoot things with guns. Do you think your kid's going to just go out there and just start shooting guns? Well, it's the same freaking thing, you know? Well, you know, the Bible ain't friendly, family friendly either. There you go. (laughs) Amen, Mel. (laughs) Plagues and shit. Whippings with, yeah. I I saw that Mel Gibson, not Mel Gibson. Was it Mel Gibson? No. Who was the, yeah. Yeah, it was. And you know what, to take, to take a point that Cher Horowitz Horowitz said in Clueless, if you really wanted to protect kids, (laughs) you would take all violence out of the news, you know, (laughs) like there you go. Cher knew all along. She she should have gotten a for that debate because it's Mm -hmm. the, that's exactly right. Like if you really want to protect your kids, like turn the news off, turn off your Fox news and have them seeing all the shit that's going on there. Mm -hmm. Well, and it's also like, where's the line? Because you're cool with having Lori Laughlin back on your network. You're going to bring Thank her you. back. She's a convicted felon who served jail time. Is that the safe message you want to send to your kids? Yep. Like, exactly. Well, everybody deserves forgiveness unless you're gay. I unless guess. you're gay. Exactly. <laughs> apparently, unless you're gay. And it's just, it bothers me because it's like, where's the line? They are legit touting a criminal coming back on their network but they don't want gay people or interracial couples. I'm sorry. I think that is fucked up and weird. No, it was like, come on. It's hard to comprehend. She was in handcuffs a couple years ago. Yeah. (laughs) Doing a perp walk and you got her on, but she's safe. 
come on make it make sense you've got a ghost coming back on when calls, when calls. you know That's what i do not want to witchcraft. expose my child to ghosts to okay ghosts. i will not be watching no oh god like i just it's it just really that. makes me mad and um we're clearly very fired up about mm. this and very frustrated because and also like we have been screaming at the top of our lungs for Hallmark to become more inclusive. And the second they do this shit pops up, it's like, I'm it's tired cool. y'all. I'm tired. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think the one, I guess maybe solace we can take, I don't know if that's the right word is that we are in a bubble of Hallmark news and, you know, whatever we are in the Hallmark bubble. And I think the gen, the gen pop, <laughs> The general population has no idea what GAC is. No clue. <laughs> it's most, they'll most likely never catch sight of it. Um, and even if they're, I mean, they don't even know, they just know a Christmas movie is on. They don't know if they're watching Hallmark Lifetime or Up TV. They just assume everything is Hallmark. So like, as long as it becomes, doesn't, doesn't become like a mainstream channel, no one's even going to be the wiser. I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. I'm just saying like, and there's also so much competition out there. Yeah, it's going to be a comes f- to Netflix yeah. and, you know, pretty soon doesn't Amazon do a few and like, yeah. Yeah, it's just insane to like keep up with. So maybe it'll it's, just get lost. It's going to be a fart in the wind as they say, right? <laughs> Is that well, what they say? <laughs> my dad says (laughs) well it's also like I don't I haven't heard about GAC creating at least not for this year I haven't heard of them creating a streaming presence so they don't have that not that Hallmark does no I I think it's only like young folks that watch the streamers like I don't know I know it's just it's been disturbing and enthralling and horrifying and (laughs) hilarious all at once to watch this happen you know yeah and we haven't even touched on the fact that we're suddenly embroiled in knowing our hallmark stars vaccine status oh my god and like why do we know these things so there's two specific hallmark stars one while back made the news i think it more was like she didn't like announce anything it was announced for her in some way for laura osnish she was going to do a show she's a broadway star she yeah mainly right she's a broadway star and she was removed from a production that she was going to do and at the time reports were that it was because she refused to get the vaccine and she came out i believe she came out with a statement like on instagram about how you know it's her private medical choice that she made with her doctor she inferred that the vaccine could have issues with women's fertility and people were rightfully upset because that's misinformation. It's misinformation. And it was really unfortunate to see. I know that lots of Hallmarkies love her. Mm-hmm. Um, and she had a movie that was coming out in a couple weeks after she did this. Bad timing bad timing and um i i have a secret i've never really liked her so oh, really I didn't, yeah I so like i didn't really care <laughs> um <laughs> but i know lots of people were really upset and it sucks it just really sucks to have someone that you admire respect really like and for them to come out with views that are dangerous because that's what it comes down to with this vaccine misinformation right like 
that's dangerous. And for better or worse, people listen to celebrities. And so you Mm -hmm. have to be real careful with what you choose to say. And when, and the way that that statement read, it's like, I'm not getting the vaccine because it's going to make me infertile. And it's like, are you really, is that the message that you want to give to your followers? Like, it's just, it's really disturbing. And the comfort and ease with which people, non-medical professionals, non-scientists act like they know better than scientists, than the majority of the scientific and medical community will never cease to amaze me. I just don't have that confidence. I don't think I'm smarter than literally anyone, especially not Mm. a freaking scientist, you know? Yeah. I don't have that confidence. Well, and it's, I mean, at the very, at the very least, at least she did not, she was outed (laughs) in a way. I don't know if she would have said anything otherwise. This is true. Yeah. Well, you know, reigning Hallmark queen, CCB, Candace Cameron Burr, I believe, or Beret. Beret. Beret posted just this, I believe it was just last week, right? And you know, I always wondered, I was like, you know, CCB, she'd be on the fence probably, but she also lives in LA where right now she would not be able to go to a restaurant or a concert (laughs) or, you know, and she also works a lot, you know, like she's, Mm -hmm. she does a lot, works a lot. Mm -hmm. She's got a lot of irons and a lot of fires. So like, it just seems like maybe she would have, you know, because it literally makes your life easier too. And it's the responsible thing to do if you're going to be around people. But she just this week, this past week, posted a series of slides on Instagram, basically declaring, I'm not anti-V, I'm just pro-medical freedom. Okay, sure. I'm not anti-V, I'm just pro-informed consent. I mean, I am too, we have been informed. I'm not anti-V, I'm just pro-immune system offensive. I'm not anti-V. I'm just pro early intervention, which what does that even mean? You have COVID, you have COVID. I know. You know, it's not like there's a plan B pill or whatever. Fucking nonsense. I'm not anti-V. This is the worst one. I'm not anti-V. I'm just pro sunlight, exercise, real food and vitamins. Spare me. Spare me. I cannot even with the, with the sunlight, with the like, I don't know, blessed life, hashtag blessed life of that statement, know. you know, like, great. Know. I'm glad you have all of the money. And, and it's, it's so condescending. It's basically yeah. like, if you get COVID, it's because you aren't eating right. And you are, and you aren't standing directly under the sun enough. Yeah. What are you even talking yeah. about? And it's all, and, and it's not, it's because you don't have a good immune system. It's like, there's billions of people who get COVID that are all of these things they, that look just like you that have your whatever, I don't know. I just, and then to like declare that across in such a public way on your your 5 million followers. And I am so disturbed by this because we're just at a point where we look, and when I say we, I mean like us as a society, we look at like influencers and celebrities as our leaders and gurus to an extent. And she has been told for years that she has this expertise, right? They put her on magazines. They make People ask tuna. her her work. Yep. She sells the tuna. People ask her, her <laughs> work. like chicken. <laughs> it's chicken. Um, people ask her 
for her workout tips, for her health Mm. tips, for her fitness tips, for her diet tips. She has, we have propped her up as a freaking fitness influencer. When the fact is she's just a rich lady who can afford to have meals delivered and afford to have a personal trainer to keep her body in check. That's what that is. But she has, but we have propped her up and made her believe that she's an expert in this. So she is perfectly comfortable. She's Mm -hmm. like, I'm healthy. I'm fit. Look at me. I'm in my forties and I have, and I've never looked better. Like I'm an expert. I'm like we, and we have propped her up as this expert, but that's not what COVID is. COVID does not care that you do Pilates. COVID (laughs) does not care that you've been in the sun. It's just baffling to me that anyone who it's like you reach a certain level of Instagram followers and you think you can speak with expertise and with authority on subjects that take actual experts decades to understand. People have been studying viruses for their entire careers. Those are the people I want to listen to. Not an actress. I'm sorry. And it's also bullshit because if she came down with COVID today, she probably would be fine without the vaccine Mm -hmm. because she has all the money in the world to throw at expensive treatments, concierge medicine. She probably wouldn't be turned away from the hospital. She could find a way to be treated with the latest and best methods and doctors to heal her. Now, those 5 million people who follow her, that's not the case. And that's what's dangerous. She probably would be fine. It's just really frustrating to Mm. me that she would put out that misinformation and so loudly and proudly. Like she- Well, it's the thing, the proudness of people's poor decision-making is like, and they're doubling down and they're, and it's also, she's pretty much implying like, oh, if you get COVID, it's your fault you know, because you're not, you're not, you're not healthy and you're not yeah. whatever. But. What I want to know is, and maybe she did speak on it. I don't know, because I slack with following no. up with people's stories and stuff. You should do that. But did it's she say, healthy. did she say anything when Texas happened? You mean the abortion thing? Yeah. No. Well, no, because that, I mean, right. Consent but, about your own body and medical choices. But until if you're pro medical yeah. freedom, I know. Same exact thing. And the thing is, is a woman getting an abortion in my mind affects one person, that woman, Mm -hmm. whereas this medical freedom for COVID that's a decision that's affecting everybody, Yep. you know? So it's like, if you're pro medical freedom, I know that are you pro choice? I don't know. The thing is like, we all are of the same mind. So it's, I know we don't have to convince each other. You know, you know, it's no. just, it's just, and the thing is, it's like it's not surprising from CCB. I wish I just didn't know, you know. Well, and then there was the whole thing where different Hallmark actors and Hallmark yes. like writers, directors liked the post and or like commented, were, right? Like commented applause, like, applause, right? You go, like you go, girl, right? And it was Danica, of course. Yeah. I mean, is anyone surprised that Danica All Lives Matter? liked that i don't think so um 
But then there's Andrew, like Andrew Walker. I know right? Andrew Walker liked it. Christy Will Wolf, who is, I believe, a director that people really like. Um, there were people supporting her in the Hallmark community. And I think that people are really taking a hard line with this because it's dangerous to say that like sunlight is what's going to save you <laughs> sunlight and vitamins. Like it's just dangerous. And even if, cause I'm sure she would say something like, well, I didn't mean it that way, you know? Well, but that's what you posted. That's what you posted. And that's what people are going to infer. It does Wait not matter. Did you see who she did not make these slides? Did you guys? No, it's I've seen them on other people posting them. I think it's just yeah. Like a well, meme. the best part is whoever she got them from, this other person on Instagram, CCB literally went on her comments and was like, please send me these slides so I can repost it. So she like actively pursued mm-hmm. these to get her message, yeah. this message out. She really connected with the message. Yes. Ay, 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 yeah, I know. Good luck to Just, them. Good luck to all of them. Godspeed. Good luck. I know. Yeah. It's very all of us <laughs> to see where people are drawing their lines in the sand. I just feel like if you are a celebrity, you have a responsibility to be careful about what you say, especially with regards to this. And also, if you're actually not anti anti vax, why haven't you used your platform? to talk about the pro side of vaccines. She uses her platform a lot to talk about the importance of fitness and eating, right? Mm-hmm. She does that a lot. She shows her workouts every day. She talks about her food choices all the time. Okay. So we got that portion of what you believe, but if you're not anti-vax, then why don't you have an epidemiologist, a scientist, a virus expert to show the side pro vaccine? You haven't done that because you're anti-vax like let's not let's not play these games you know so anyway it's a bummer to hear that and um mel finally unfollowed ccb on instagram after that she had had enough yeah would you like to share your exiting message to her oh (laughs) before she unfollowed there's like a billion messages but all i wrote was yikes and then i exited and then later i went back because i was intrigued just to read that, just to troll on the messages. I wanted to see what the conversations were, which, you know, they were as expected, but my yikes had disappeared. It was gone. I don't know what happened. I got booted. But what had not disappeared was (laughs) the Botox comment, which made me laugh so hard. Yes. Please read it. Not my comment. Not Mel's comment. Do we have it? Do we have the, I think I sent it to you. So it's in the group chat. Let me see. Oh, I got it. Oh my God. Wait, now I lost it. Hold on. Before Erica finds that, I just want to make one final point and round it out. Like, please, all of us, we have to stop looking towards celebrities for expertise in anything. Stop it. They're just regular ass people like us Mm -hmm. and doing uh, their best, no matter how terrible it is. Exactly. And so like when it comes to medical things and viruses, please listen to scientists and doctors. Do not listen to DJ Tanner. (laughs) DJ Tanner. (laughs) Okay. Here's what one Instagram follower commented on CCBs. She writes, Candace, I worked in dermatology for years. We can tell you've had Botox. Can you educate the public on why you're afraid of a vaccine, but not putting rat poison in your body? (laughs) Bingo. I loved that so much because it's true. Yeah, exactly. 
it's can't argue that exactly it's like yeah. botox is literally poison that you willingly put in your face for years but you are afraid of a mm. vaccine let's yeah. talk about that ccb you pay to get it in your face well a vaccine you get for free you totally <laughs> good deal it's a real good deal and you get a booster oh, <laughs> yeah man. three for the price of zero three yeah. for the price of zero it's just it was all around disturbing and i just wish i didn't know but i do feel gratified in knowing that Kelly Martin feels the opposite as she has posted. It was so nice to see someone posting the opposite take. Queen Kelly Martin, who we love. We all know she's in my favorite Hallmark Christmas movie of all time, The Christmas Ornament. I watch it year round. And I had to give her a shout out on Twitter because she, on her Instagram stories, made a post that was very clearly in <laughs> just in as GAC is in opposition to Hallmark, <laughs> Queen Kelly was in opposition to CCB's dangerous stance on vaccines. And she said, dear Insta, you are owned by Facebook. So this shouldn't be surprising, but it is deeply irresponsible to give anti-vax rhetoric space here, no matter how cheerfully presented. <laughs> Thank good, you. Yeah. Queen Kelly Martin for, some spe- good, for speaking the truth. Some good shade too, with the cheerful It totally is because that's, what's so dangerous about it. It's like, you just need sunlight and exercise and healthy food and your life will be as perfect as mine. You won't get COVID. You'll have a house in Malibu, you know, Mm. like that is what she is selling to people. And it is so fucking dangerous. And it makes me sick. I could go on about this topic forever. Well, I just decided to jump over to Candace's TV sister. Jody Sweden. Well, I was wondering yeah. about this because you know Jody thinks the opposite because right. Jody's in the street. She has a right. whole the work. She has a whole post about how COVID vaccines work. And yes. timing. Her her timing on that. Her caption uh, August 25th. It's a while ago, but okay. still her captions basically saying like the only way to stop this is to get this world vaccinated. She's also very uh, outspoken about um, a, a reproductive freedom. Mm-hmm. So you know what, Stephanie Tanner for life. Yeah, Stephanie Tanner, Tanner for the win. We always knew it. Though. We always liked her the best. She was the yeah. funny one, anyway. Yeah, she yeah. was the best. Sweden, so. Sweden has lived a life. So yes, she has. She gets it. Mm-hmm. But she's right. I mean, there are people. It is embarrassing to me how many Americans want to turn away this miracle of science when there are people in countries all over the world who would kill to have this treatment. And we're over here like, nah, man, instead, I'm just going to lay out in the sun. Like, that's my, <laughs> that's my COVID protocol. It ain't take, coming for me. And take like me. Horse, horse paste or whatever people were doing, like horse poison. I mean, what are we doing here, people? What are we doing? <laughs> I can't take it. I can't take it. Is this episode going to get us in trouble? Did we say anything that's going to get us in trouble? We just spoke the truth, right? Does anyone listen to us? We have said far worse. And anyone that, (laughs) and anyone that would disagree with us has let, has exited the building long ago. You know what I mean? True. I mean, one thing that we probably should mention too, is since we're all living in Hollywood, uh, we are deeply entrenched in Hollywood and this isn't necessarily Hallmark drama, but it is drama that is affecting it. could affect the Hallmark. It could affect the Hallmark universe is the pending. It's the IATSE strike. So it's basically all the below the line union 
workers. So cameras and grips mm-hmm. and costume and wardrobes and makeup and all the people that make the movies that we all watch, movies and TV shows that we all watch are working in the worst conditions. I mean, mm-hmm. these people work 16, 18, 20 hour days with crazy turnaround times. Mm-hmm. On a so set these, too. So on you're set. Not- yeah. They have like, they're just skipping over meal breaks because it's probably they'd rather, you know, the, the higher ups would rather pay the penalties than like, let these people break for lunch. People are falling asleep on their way home, dying in car accidents, mm-hmm. all because they have these jobs where they have to get it that, you know, they have to follow the directions of the producers there, which is to like, get all this stuff done. Like nobody is caring about these people's physical health, mental health. So what they have done is they, the union had a vote on whether to strike and it came back with 98% yes. Mm -hmm. voted to strike. So what's happening now is they are back in negotiations to see if they can, you know, get the demands that they deserve. And if they can't meet those demands, then they're striking, which means 60,000 people are shutting down, which is Hollywood productions. Yeah. yeah, The people who make all these movies that we watch. Mm -hmm. So it's just, we both, we we've all worked in production and we know that like hours can be crazy. I don't work in the field but I see what the field goes through and it's hard as shit. Like, yeah, you don't get any, it's, it's crazy. And like the stories that like a lot of people are posting on Instagram, the stories that they've dealt with working throughout the years, it's, you know, the hours that they work, these people are like getting paid below minimum wage, mm-hmm. you know? So that's what they, they want. And I like, I just really hope that they can get it. And if they have to strike, they have to strike. Like that's the only way to get change, you know? And it's just, it's just insane that these streaming companies Mm -hmm. who are making billions of dollars, billions billions with a B can't trickle some of that money down to the people who make the movies for them. That's right. I know people who work outside of the industry, I would say I could see how they would look. They look at Hollywood and they think there's a lot of money and people are living their dreams and they're all spoiled and privileged and how dare they ask for more, like all this stuff. The thing is, it's not that. Like, no. Holly, no. the thing no. about working this, I wish I had known this. The thing about working in TV and film is you are freelance. You, every job you are hired because somebody decides they will hire you for that moment. So therefore mm-hmm. it's a constant hustle, which means that you cannot ever complain. You cannot ever ask for more. You cannot ever express your discomfort because if you're at all they think you're difficult or like not going along with the program then you're not going to get hired again and then you get a narrative and then no one will hire you so that's why these unions are so important it is misery on those sets i've worked on sets briefly and i was like this is i cannot do this life there's no days off there's no, no days, days off, off. You, you you get home at like four in the morning and then you have to be at set like the next day yeah. at like nine you know or like yes. six like it's crazy like people are like breaking down physically, mm-hmm, physically. Mm-hmm. And they feel like they can't say anything because they're going to lose their job and mm-hmm. their livelihood and something they probably really love doing, but they just want breaks. They want food. They want to go to the bathroom. Like they yeah. want to 
you know, not drive home after 20 hours and being afraid they're going to crash their car. And, and so Hollywood too, there is a lot of money, but like everything else in the world, all they want to do is make it cheaper and cheaper and cheaper to make. Yeah. And that, and that, that is what trickles down is the got to make it cheaper and faster. We got this deadline that doesn't make any sense, but we promised them it would be done by this time, this arbitrary deadline, because that's how we got this, you know, that's how we got the okay to do this. And then it all just gets on the back of the cheaper yeah. labor. And, you know, Eric and I work in reality TV. Dory used to work in reality TV. We just never unionized. It yeah. just didn't happen. And now it's too late. Like yep. now they know it's cheap and we are dispensable and they can do whatever they want. And you just have to, and that's why people burn out and they leave and they stop working in reality TV. Raise his hand. Yeah. <laughs> we don't want that for our studio, like for our, the theatrical people, I guess is what we call no. it. No. Yeah. Not at all. So, it's no way to live. No. So in conclusion, this podcast is pro-union. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> we are pro-vaccine and we are anti-great American country channel. <laughs> <laughs> we started this podcast because we loved Hallmark and it was fun and a fun distraction from a toxic job we had at the time. And now it's like we are in the swamps of sadness. Oh, it's like every deep issue bleeds into Hallmark. And it's like crazy. It's really weird. How did we get here? How, How did, did we, get, we get here? This was not supposed to be an, a podcast about like social issues. <laughs> you can't and here we are. not talk about it. It's just like, I know. It's, I know. It's important. So I know. Thanks for listening. I know. <laughs> Sorry. Should we close out with one last Twitter request oh, yeah, from one of should. our friends at the show? <laughs> I asked what people wanted to hear us talk about, and I was referring to drama. <laughs> and Brian really lightened up the mood because he said he wants to know what Zero's favorite Hallmark movies are based on the dogs. And I love this question. Yeah. Your your dog Zero. My dog Zero. And what his favorite Hallmark movies are based on the dogs in the movie. Correct? He that's right. Yeah. So he likes a lot of dogs in Hallmark <laughs> movies, as you would imagine. He really likes um, King from Love at First Bark with Jana Kramer. He likes the dog from Love to the Rescue, that movie with Nikki Deloach. But I think his favorite is Gidget, who, <laughs> do you guys remember Gidget? She's in, I think the movie is called Walking the Dog. Oh, I think God. that's what it's called. And Gidget is just a little troublemaking dog who helps her owner fall in love. Shocking. And he loves that movie and he loves little Gidget. She's a cutie. Aww. It's so good. It's with um, Jennifer Finnegan and Sam Page. Oh, <laughs> but I would like to say commenter, Twitter commenter, Brian, thank you for always lightning, keeping it light and yes, making us it. laugh. We appreciate you <laughs> always. We do. I don't know. Is that it, guys? God, this got darker than I thought. You know, I guess I knew it was going to be dark, but girl, well, you knew it was going to be dark. You I knew know. it was going to be pitch we just, black. We had to get <laughs> we had to get all this out because we're about to head into the jolliest time of year. Are we? <laughs> the holly so. jolliest. The holly time of the jolliest year. time. We're coming at you with we're our coming. bracket. It's happening, people. 2021. It's going to be fun. We need a little Christmas right now, I I think. At least I do. 
I think, you need, to, I think you need to sing that, Dory. Mm. Well, we, we need a little Christmas. Right this very minute. Okay, there we go. <laughs> All right. I'm going to go decorate right now. Oh, yes. All right. Anyway. Bye. 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 Bye.